Proverbs chapter 4, and let's look at verse 10. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10 says, Hear, of course we've been talking quite a bit along the lines of hear and be healed, amen? Been hitting the subject of healing here. Hear, O my son, and receive. So there's something about hearing, but then there's something about receiving. Receiving my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Now here's a big key, guys. Here's a big key to long life. And that is to hear what he said and do what he said. Hear and heed and be healed. Amen. Then in verse 13, he says, take fast hold of instruction. Uh, Let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. Then dropping down to verse 18. This is talking about you. This is you and this is us. Amen. But the path of the just is as the shining light. In your pathway is light and there is no darkness. In my pathway is love and there is no strife. In your pathway is life and there is no death. In our pathway is abundance and there is no lack. In our pathway is joy and there is no sorrow. In our pathway, hallelujah, Hallelujah. is gladness and there is no sadness. Thank you, Lord. The path of the just. That's the path we're on. And no matter what it's been in the past, don't matter what it looks like right now, you're on the right path. The path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. But the way of the wicked is his darkness. They know not at what they stumble. And then verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Now, of course, that word attend means give your undivided attention to God's word and take heed to what it's saying to you. Now, when you and I attend to something, what we're doing is we're making it our top priority. Amen? How many of you know what your top priorities are? And when it's time to attend to those things, you must give it your undivided attention. It's like a nurse in a hospice situation. She must give that person her undivided attention. And so that means then we set aside other things that are perfectly legitimate to do so that we can focus on the one thing. Attend to my words. Now, there's a lot of voices out there, and they're not necessarily in line with the Word. So you've got to ignore those voices and stay focused on His Word. And then he goes on to say, incline thine ears, or put your ears in a position to hear the Word of God. Because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And so as you are tuning in to hear the word of God, listen with the ears of your spirit. Jesus said, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. You have spiritual eyes and you have spiritual ears. You must make sure that you don't allow, what's that stuff that gets in your ears? Yeah, wax. You must not allow spiritual wax in your ears. So keep your ears in tune. Amen. Listen with the ears of your spirit. 
To incline your ears to his sayings means that we must incline, not incline our ears to the traditions of men. Or even sometimes the sayings of our relatives. Or perhaps even the saying of close relatives. So in context of what we're talking about in this healing series is we're inclining our ear to Scripture. Amen. Scripture, like Psalms 103, which says, He forgives all your iniquities, He heals all your diseases. Scriptures like Matthew 8, 17, which says, Himself took your infirmities, bore your sicknesses. Scriptures like 1 Peter 2, 24, which says, By whose stripes, thank God, you were healed. So the inclination, the inclining of our ears must be ongoing and continuous hearing. Amen. Verse 21 says, Let them not depart from before thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Look at that first part again. Let them not depart from before thine eyes. Keep your eyes trained on the word of God. Do your very best to keep your eyes off of the debt, eyes off of the symptoms, eyes off of the diagnosis, and keep your eyes and your heart fixed on Him. That's looking unto Jesus. And when you're looking unto Jesus, you're looking at the Word of God because He is the Word of God. Amen? And so, in Matthew 6, let's look over there in verse 22 and 23. Your eyes are the gateway to your body. Matthew 6, verse 22 and verse 23. Thank you, Jesus. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But... If thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. Say this with me. My eyes are the gateway to my body. And so if your eye then is on the darkness or on the sickness or on the debt or whatever, uh, on the sickness in your body, how many of you know there's not going to be any light to expel it? But if the eyes of your heart, eyes of your spirit, are trained strictly on the Word, your whole body will eventually be filled with light and healing will be the result. Your whole body full of light. For the nese pravasho kelede, for the entrance of His Word gives light. Hallelujah! Thank God for the light of God's Word. Amen. Once we were in darkness, once we were dull, once we were ignorant, but Jesus turned the lights on. Oh, thank God for the light. Thank God for the revelation of who you are and what you have and what you can do in and through Christ Jesus. And so as you train yourself then to keep your eye on the word, eventually your whole body shall be full of light. Amen. And then he says, keep them in the midst of your heart. Now, there's four types of ground. I think we looked at it a couple of weeks ago. And we won't take time to look at the full scripture. But if you'll notice in Mark chapter 4, there's basically four types of ground. 
And the subject of the parable, the sower sows the word, the subject is the word. And the sower came along and he planted seed. And there were four types of ground, if you will, that heard the word. The first one uh, heard the word, but it didn't get into their heart. Didn't get in. The second heart, or the second ground, it got in, but it was real shallow. I mean, there was just no reception, and so basically there were no roots. It got in temporarily, but because there was no roots, and there was no nurturing, and there was no nourishment on a continual basis, well, the Word of God was stolen. And then the other ground was the ground where the word entered in, but it was choked out. Remember that one? It was choked out by the cares of this life and by the deceitfulness of riches and by the lusts of other things. Those things entered in and choked the word and caused the word of God that was sown to become unfruitful. But this fourth, fourth ground, that's us. The fourth ground is good ground. And the good ground are those that receive it and keep it and then bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. But I want to talk to you just a moment about how the Word of God must be kept. It must be kept. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So it's one thing for the Word of God to be sown in our hearts. But it's another thing to protect it so that it stays in the ground. You know, a farmer can go plant, uh, say, some, some seed for uh, uh, corn, and someone can come right along and pick that seed up. Well, you couldn't say they didn't get in the ground, but something, someone came and took it out. And so it's our responsibility, once that word gets in us, we've got to keep it in there. Amen? So that we can see the manifestation of those things that God so richly has provided for us. Let it in, keep it in there, and let it bring forth a harvest for the glory of God. And really, that, that's a principle that works in every area of your life. It might be in the area of your marriage or in the area of your finances. God's Word covers every area of existence for you and I. Amen. Whatever the case may be, you know, maybe you are having a battle in your mind and there's some unsoundness taking place. God's word covers that. Just open up your heart. Receive the seed of the word of God, which says you've got a sound mind. Receive the seed of the word of God, which says you have the mind of Christ. Receive the seed of the word of God, which says I'll keep him in perfect peace when you keep your mind stayed on me. Receive it and keep it and hallelujah, have it. Have the harvest of it. Anybody interested in harvest? So it's important that the Word of God stay in us because there are, quite frankly, a number of ways to lose it. You know? And keeping the Word of God doesn't really come by just going to a service or two. That's important. But what we're talking about is feeding and thinking on the Word of God on a regular basis feeding and thinking and speaking and acting on God's word night and day. Night and day. So look at Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and that bears that principle out, that truth out. 
Joshua 1.8. And don't think for a moment that you can't do this. You can do it. God would never instruct us or command us to do something that we couldn't do. You're going to be thinking on something. You might as well think on the good things. You might as well think on the pure things. You might as well think on the lovely things. Amen? So let's read this verse together. Ready? Go ahead. This book... Wow. Meditate, think on, dwell on, ponder, speak, declare. Day and night, God's Word. God's Word. Thank you, Lord. By His stripes I'm healed. You get up in the middle of the night to go to the refrigerator to get a glass of milk. Thank you, Jesus. You've forgiven me all my iniquities. You've healed every one of those diseases that have come against me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You go out the door to work in the morning. You open up your car door. So thank you, Lord, by your stripes I'm healed. That's how you do this. You don't necessarily have to have the Bible open all the time. It's good to have the Bible open. But it should be a way of life. And always mix in thanksgiving with what the Word of God has told you. Thank you, Lord, I'm healed. Thank you, Lord, I just praise you. It is well with my body. Thank you, Lord, I'm getting stronger by the minute. Thank you, Jesus, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Devil, come along and say, but it's going to be a rough day. You've got a lot of things. You've got a lot of schedule. Thank you, Lord, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Amen? Mix praise with the Word of God. Amen? Abraham did that. The Bible said he was strengthened in faith as he gave glory to God. Let's just raise our hands right now and give God glory. Hallelujah. Whatever you're standing on, just give Him glory. Thank you, Lord. It is well. It is well with my body. It is well with my mind. It is well with my family. Thank you so much. Amen. You can do this. This is not difficult to do. You can flat do it. If you can sit in front of the television, watch three, four hours of television, uh, you can meditate on the Word of God. Amen? Now listen to this statement. If you want your external condition to be better tomorrow, you must start changing your internal condition today. Say that again. If you want your external condition to be better tomorrow, and you do, and I do, then we must start and continue changing our internal condition today. See, you and I have a heart account. And the heart account will receive deposits of God's Word. And the great thing about your heart account is there is absolutely no limit what you can deposit in it. Amen. And it is a worthwhile investment. Let's look over at Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Galatians, the 6th chapter, the 7th verse. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Mm -mm -mm. God's Word is so good, isn't it? Thank you. 
Galatians 6, 7 says, Now be not deceived, God's not mocked. For whatsoever a man, what? Whatsoever a man soweth, whatever seed that you put in your heart and keep and maintain, that shall he also do what? Reap. Reap. So you want to make sure you're sowing the good things in your heart account. So steadfastly then, sow the word of life into the soil of your heart, and you will reap a continual harvest of divine health. Philip's translation says this, a man's harvest in life will depend entirely on what he sows. My harvest in life will depend on entirely on what I am sowing. Same with you. What are you sowing? What are you planting? What are you saying? And so when we keep the word of God in the midst of our hearts, it's going to get so full in there. Here's what you're going to experience. You're going to experience overflow. (laughs) Overflow. Abundance. Abounding. Increasing. Getting healthier every day. Getting stronger every day. Getting more peaceful every day. Look at Matthew twelve thirty four. Matthew the twelfth chapter, the thirty fourth verse. I'm keeping my mind stayed upon the Lord. Woo! Upon the Lord. He's my meditation, night and day. That's a song Brother Moore sings. I'm keeping my mind stayed upon the Lord. My mind stayed upon the Lord. I'm keeping my mind stayed upon the Lord. It's my meditation, night and day. That may not have sounded too good to your ears, but by the time I got into the throne, it was okay. <laughs> Matthew twelve thirty four. Ronnie likes to sing with me. Glory to God, Ronnie. Verse 34. O generation of vipers, how can ye then be evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart... What's going to happen? Your mouth will speak what you put into your heart in abundance. And then in verse 22 of Proverbs 4, he says, For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Notice that word find, find them. If you seek healing, you will find healing. Seek and you shall find. It's a principle. 
What you seek, you will find. If you're seeking for trouble, you'll find it. Right? If you're seeking for wrath and judgment and doomsday preaching and my Lord, things are getting so bad you just don't know whether you're going to make it till tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, seek it and you'll find it. But on the other hand, if you seek good, if you seek God, if you put Him first place in your life, you're going to see good, you're going to be good, and you're going to have good. Because everyone say it real strong with me, God is good. Amen. Praise God. Amen? What are you looking for? What do you need? Hunt it down. I'm telling you what. There's an exceeding great and precious promise in this book that covers your case. I'm going to try that over on this side. There is an exceeding great and precious promise in this book that covers your case. Seek it. Find it. Meditate on it. Speak it. Act on it. Live it. Breathe it. Abide in it. Let it dwell in you. And it will overflow in your life. Amen. And so, verse 23 says this. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. That's a little bit blind to us. But let me just read it to you from the Amplified. It says this. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance or diligence. And above all that you guard, keep your heart, for out of it flows the springs of life. Out of your heart flows the issues of life. So we're instructed here now to be diligent. To keep it, to hear it, to do it, and to be diligent about it. Now why must we be that way? Because quite frankly, we have an enemy. We have an adversary. Who walks about... Well, let's just look at the scripture. We've got a little bit more time tonight. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Just turn over there. 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Keep your heart with all diligence, because out of this, out of your heart, flows the issues, the forces of life. 1 Peter 5, 8 says this. Be sober. That's a good word for some Christians. <laughs> be vigilant. That's another way of saying be diligent, be on the watch. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And our declaration is, is you may not devour me. Because I'm diligently protecting my heart. So where does this life come from? Life comes from the Word, but life comes from Him because He is your life. And it comes from the Father of spirits, and this life comes into your spirit. 
And this life that is in your spirit by the Holy Spirit flows from your spirit to your body, mm-hmm. to your mind, mm-hmm. to whatever you may need in your life. Amen. Life. Yeah. Le somate. Let there be a continual flow of life. Amen. Receiving continuous deposits of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Speaking forth the word of life and the word of life flowing out of my spirit, ministering to my body, ministering to my soul, and even ministering to people that I come in contact. I got the life of God in me. I got his life, his nature, and his ability. Hallelujah. I got a river of life flowing out of me. But for it to flow out of me and you, it's first got to be in there. So open up your heart right now and say, Lord, let there be life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 24. So put away from thee a froward mouth. What's a froward mouth, you ask? A froward mouth is a mouth that's pushing back against God. Pushing back against God. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips do what? Put far from thee. Now, listen to me just for a few more moments tonight. Perverse lips is not just a person cussing. Right? Perverse lips is not just the person on the job telling dirty, vulgar jokes. Right? Perverse lips, for you and I, are any conversations or any words that are corrupt. And corrupt words are words that don't line themselves up with the Word of God. And that's why he said, let no, what? Corrupt communication ever come out of your mouth. But only that which is good to the spiritual progress of those around you. And so doubt is corrupt communication. Fear is corrupt communication. You think about those 12 spies that Moses sent out to spy the land. Remember those guys? There were 10, the Bible says, that brought back an evil report. They brought back a corrupt report. They brought back a report that was perverse, if you will, in the mind and in the thoughts of God. Amen. Look at Numbers chapter 13 real quickly. Numbers 13. And uh, let's go back to the Old Testament for a moment. And so all I'm saying here tonight is you must be vigilant. You must protect your spirit and watch what comes out of your mouth. Not necessarily in church, but outside the church. In the home, in the car, when the heat is on. Watch your words. Where did I say go? Numbers. Is Numbers after Exodus? It's after... Ah, it's after Leviticus. I got my little AG girl on the front row. Numbers 13. Notice with me in verse 30. Well... Let's start in verse 27. And they told him, well, we're not, we came to this land 
where you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. This is the fruit, but the people that are there are strong. And the cities are walled, and, and they're very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people. I mean, it was getting out of control, wasn't it? They were speaking corrupt communication because God said, I've already given you the land. Well, why did he tell them to go out and spy the land if he'd already given it to them? They were out there doing a recon to see how they may go about and take it. Amen. Now notice. And Caleb stilled the people and said, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are what? I kind of feel that way about this church here. We're well able. I said, we're well able. I'm looking at a well able bunch, man. This congregation is well able. Glory to God. Say it with me, I'm well able. Say it this way, we are well able. Let us go up at once. Well, can't we talk about it for a while? No. And possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But, there's always a but there, see. But the man that went up with him said, we be not able. You be able, but we ain't able. To go against those people. For they are stronger than we. Were they telling the truth? Yeah, they were stronger than we. But they weren't stronger than God. Nothing is stronger than what God has said to you. Nothing is stronger than a rhema word that you have down on the inside of you. Amen? And you might as well just throw this. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Amen? And they brought up an evil report, a corrupt report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, it's a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and the people that we saw in it are men of great stature, and we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which were come out of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. Listen, there's giants in the land, but you must not ever carry yourself as a grasshopper. No matter how big the giants are, God is bigger. And bigger and greater is He that is in you than the giants in the land. Thank God for the greater one. The greater one lives in you. That'll preach right there. Now, here's what was happening. They were walking by sight. Right? They were doing the opposite of what the Bible says, walk by faith and not by sight. And as a result of them walking by sight, they begin to see themselves as less than what God had told them they could do. So here's the deal. We must be vigilant. We must protect our spirits. We must learn to cast down all suggestions and imaginations that are contrary to God's word. 
Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 or 5. So be selective then. What you allow to think about. What you allow into your mind. Be selective about what you watch, what you hear. Even be selective about who you hear preach. Amen. You get good preaching here. Not just from me, but you get, because it's the good word of God. You get good preaching here. But you've got to be selective about who you hear and what you're hearing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. Oh, did you wear your shouting clothes tonight? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's read it together. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Somebody says, oh, there's, there's so many strongholds, there's so many strongholds. That's what the weapons are for. That's what the name is for. That's what the blood is for. That's what the word is for. There's always going to be strongholds. It's just the nature of life. There's always going to be something to cast down. There's always going to be something to pull down. Get used to it and get in the arena of faith and stop whining and start fighting the good fight of faith. Was that too strong? Let me say it a little stronger. The weapons of your warfare. There's nothing fair about what we got. Nothing fair about the name above every name. Nothing fair about the blood of the Lamb. Oh, talk about the power of the Holy Ghost. Nothing fair about the greater one. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We're not done reading yet. Let's read. Casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We started the year out talking about change. And one of the main teachings that we did on Sunday morning was you must learn to reject the thoughts of the enemy and replace them with God's Word. We must know what to Resist and what to receive. Anything contrary to this word. Anything contrary to what you have found that applies to you. Cast it down. Pull it down. And go your way praising God all day. And then he goes on to say, Put away from you a froward mouth. And here's what I like to say. Whatever he says, that's what I say. Say this with me three times. Whatever you say, that's what I say. Two more times. Whatever you say, that's what I say. One more time. Whatever you say, that's what I say. Oh, boy. Man, just doing that will change your life. 
It's basically the law of confession. It's saying the same thing about yourself that God has said about you. In verse 25, it goes on to say, Let thine eyes look right on, and let your eyelids look straight before you. That sounds like Hebrews 12, doesn't it? Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. And then verse 26, ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Remove thy foot from evil. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Did you get anything out of this tonight? Well, let's stand to our feet.